Welcome to the Heal and Grow Journey podcast. I'm Jennifer, your host, a mental health and wellness advocate, and a trauma survivor. This platform will be used to break the silence and create awareness around mental health in the Black community and in general for all people. My hope is that you will feel seen, heard, supported, and valued as we progress through the journey of healing and growing. Welcome back to the Heal and Grow Journey podcast. Hope all is well. We made it through another week. I'm thankful for that. This was a very interesting past week. Um, A lot of different things that took place last week. And I'm just thankful that we made it through. It's just some days, you know, it's heavy. My spirit is heavy. um, And sometimes it's just challenging to get through the week. But you just, you know, I keep pressing forward and pushing through each day to show up and and do what I got to do. But, you know, sometimes you got to just take a break. Don't be afraid to take a mental health day. Take some time to decompress and rest, you know, take some do some self-care, like do whatever you got to do to just prioritize yourself and make sure that you are well, because we are all dealing with a lot you know, working me, I'm working from home and trying to homeschool and just balancing all these things. It's taxing and draining at times. So I just hope you are taking that time to prioritize yourself. So today's topic is vulnerability. So I'm going to recap from last week. The topic was childhood trauma part two. And during that episode, I shared that part of the childhood trauma that I had experienced did involve sexual violation. You know, that was something that I really hadn't shared with many people previously. So that was really big for me. But after that episode, after I recorded that episode, I just started thinking. I just something just came in my spirit and just said that um, I should really talk to my mom about this like because I hadn't shared this information with her like that was something that I never shared and um, something in my spirit just said you know you should really have that conversation with her um, especially before you know you publish this and it comes out and everybody else can hear it like you might want to at least you know have that conversation with her and it's not like I never thought of that before but for some reason I just all of a sudden was at a place in my journey where I was, I had a desire to really move forward and and have that conversation. You know, so the healing journey is so complex and there's so many layers to it. And one of the major parts, you know, of your healing journey is indeed unpacking trauma. That's definitely a critical aspect of it. If you have trauma that's unprocessed, so you definitely want to unpack that. But also another aspect of the healing journey is having difficult conversations. And that's probably going to come up at some point, depending on, you know, what you're dealing with. So that definitely came up for me. And I just had like a mix of emotions about that. I knew I wanted to have the conversation, but I didn't know how to approach the conversation. Either I was nervous about having the conversation. I was trying to figure out when was a good time to have the conversation. And then also I was concerned about how it would be received. Um, And more so like 
her feelings. I just didn't want her to be hurt um, or sad, you know, by me sharing that information. So I was like, I don't really want to share this because I don't want her to feel hurt or, you know, just more so thinking about the other person than myself. But, you know, after I kind of ran through all those thoughts, I was like, you know, the end of the day, I think it's best that I I just share that with her. And I did finally got the courage to do that. And I will have to say it it went well. I did go in with no expectations as far as what type of reaction or response. I wanted to ensure that I was just sharing the information because I wanted to share and I wasn't actually looking for anything from anyone. Um, and I think that's something that is really important when you're sharing information with someone during your healing journey only because if you have an expectation on how you want this person to respond and it doesn't you don't get that type of response then you're going to you know then you're going to be hurt so to protect yourself i think you should wait till you get to a point where you don't have any expectations i think that that'll definitely protect you and not kind of throw you off on your journey. So, and it takes time to get there. You know, it's not something that overnight, you know, you'll just, oh yeah, I have no expectations and I can just share this information so freely. But um, over time, you know, you, you'll get there, but um, you just got to be patient with yourself. But I do think that's something that will benefit you if you can get to a point where you don't have any expectations on how you want the other person to respond. So like I said, you know, I think it went well and I definitely feel like she is more aware of a different part of me. So like I feel more seen, I guess. Um, and ultimately, I think that will lead to her and I um, just having a deeper emotional connection with one another um, because I was able to be vulnerable and um, and share that information. Yeah, that was a huge breakthrough for me. So definitely excited about that. Prior to me moving forward with the conversation, you know, I'd like I said, I had a mix of emotions. And at times, you know, I was definitely hesitant. And I was actually struggling with being vulnerable. You know, even though I've been able to share um, you know, information on this podcast and this podcast in general is an expression of vulnerability. I was struggling. Um, and I think that it's just different, you know, when you're having like a one-on-one -on -one conversation with someone, you know, it's just a different level of, of vulnerability that's required in order for you to do that, especially when it's like one of the first times that you're doing it. So, that's what I was experiencing. And I'm like, why am I struggling with this vulnerability? After I had, you know, the conversation, I was just really thinking about vulnerability and how you define it and what does that mean um, and things like that. I don't know if you're familiar with Brene Brown, but, um, you know, she's an author. She's also someone that has studied and researched vulnerability for like decades. So she's like an expert on that. And I'm just going to share with you her definition, how she defines vulnerability. And she defines it as vulnerability is uncertainty, risk, and emotional exposure. But vulnerability is not weakness. 
it's our most accurate measure of courage. That's how she defines vulnerability. And I'm going to say that again. Vulnerability is uncertainty, risk, and emotional exposure. But vulnerability is not weakness. It's our most accurate measure of courage. And I, I just love that definition because the misconception a lot of times is that if you're if you're vulnerable, then, you know, it's weakness. A lot of times people will equate the two and say vulnerability equals weakness. But in reality, it's the opposite. You know, if if that was the case, then everybody would just be vulnerable when they needed to be and not struggle with that. But that's something that a lot of people struggle to to do. One of her quotes also says, when the barrier is our belief about vulnerability, the question becomes, are we willing to show up and be seen when we can't control the outcome? And then another one is, when the barrier to vulnerability is about safety, the question becomes, are we willing to create courageous spaces so we can be fully seen? I just think that is spot on because when you're vulnerable, you're allowing someone to see you, you're speaking your truth, and they're seeing your your true authentic self. So you really, you're just not hiding, you're taking the mask off, and you're just showing it all. And that's not easy to do. It's definitely not easy to do, and it takes a lot of courage to do that. But this healing journey it requires that like healing requires vulnerability. Like if you're not at a point where you can embrace being vulnerable, then you're really not ready to heal. It goes hand in hand. You you can't have one without the other. First and foremost, it's like you got to be vulnerable with yourself. You got to be honest with yourself about your situation. If it's trauma that you need to unpack that was never processed, if it's difficult conversations that you need to have with um, people, if it's setting boundaries, if it's owning your own stuff, if it's taking accountability for your own stuff, all these things, you know, you, it, it requires vulnerability and, and honesty, like raw honesty. So the two go hand in hand. As a black woman, and I can't speak for all black women, obviously, but I think a lot of times when you hear black woman, the next thing you think of is strong. You always hear strong black woman, and then you hear resilient. You know, black women are so strong. Black women are so resilient. And I agree that we are true indeed. I believe that we are. However, I think that being vulnerable as a whole is not normalized. I don't think that overall that a lot of people, when you hear strong black women, include vulnerability in that. And what I mean is like allowing ourselves to be vulnerable, giving ourselves that space and time to do that without judgment and without beating ourselves up and, and thinking that you know, we, we're being weak because we give ourselves an opportunity to actually sit with our feelings and, and process things and heal, basically. There's a quote that 
Malcolm X has is a, is a famous quote, and it's been circulating a lot on the internet lately, especially um, due to the the Breonna Taylor um, case, um, when you know people have been talking about black women being very unprotected in this country. So the Malcolm X quote I'm referring to is as followed. The most disrespected person in America is the black woman. The most unprotected person in America is the black woman. The most neglected person in America is the black woman. That's a quote from Malcolm X. I don't know what year it was that he stated that quote, but it's a quote that Whenever I see it or hear it, it just kind of makes the little hairs on my arms stand up because I just I can feel that. And I think probably every black woman can feel that when you hear those words. It's like it's unfortunate, but it's like you just you can relate in some shape, form or fashion. You can relate to what is being said there. With that being said, that's just all the more reason why we need to give ourselves the opportunity to heal because a lot of us, we've been through some stuff, you know, we just, we have. And, and especially in this climate right now, it's like, we're, we're still going through things. If we're nothing, if we don't have others looking out for us, we have to look out for ourselves and we got to prioritize ourselves and take care of ourselves and love ourselves to the best of our ability. And I think taking the time to heal our past traumas and hurts and wounds and and the racial traumas and the generational traumas and all these things that we have to deal with is just critical. And I'm saying all this because, again, we have to be vulnerable in order to do this and, and to move in that right direction. So I basically just want to get rid of the stigma associated with being vulnerable and that it's a weakness because it's not true. If you don't have the ability to be vulnerable, that's going to create problems for you because for you to really connect with anyone on a deeper level, you you're going to at some point have to be vulnerable, especially like in a relationship, in a romantic relationship and in a friendship. You know, if you're true friends with someone or best friends with someone, you have to show up. You know, you got to take the mask off. You got to be your authentic self. You should be able to show up and be seen fully. And if you're struggling with being vulnerable, then you're you're not going to really show up. And so you'll never have that deeper connection with people. So it's critical that we learn and unlearn that whole we have to be like the superwoman all the time and the strong woman all the time. You know, like just tell yourself like being vulnerable is strength. I'm still being strong right now, even if I give myself the grace I extend grace to myself and allow myself to just feel what I need to feel and process things. And I am aware that it's not always safe to be vulnerable. <laughs> I just want to put that out there. So you do have to use your discernment, your judgment, and know when and where you can be vulnerable. I think a lot of times we've been conditioned to not even experience that or go there because a lot of times we're in environments where it's just not safe. It's just not a safe space. And we ha- we're we in survival mode and we got to protect ourselves and we got to do what we got to do. And I totally understand that. Been there, done that. And I get it, you know. So if you find yourself never being in spaces where you feel safe enough to be vulnerable, then that's probably 
one of the things you need to look at because at some point you need to enter into a space where you can take all that armor off and you can just allow yourself to be vulnerable. So look at your surroundings. Look at who you're surrounding yourself with. What environments are you in? You know, start there because you can't wear armor 24-7, seven days a week. You gotta take it off at some point. It's exhausting. It's draining. And at some point, you need to give yourself that luxury to just take it off and just be your true authentic self. Being vulnerable is necessary if you want to build and maintain meaningful connections in your life. It's also essential for self-growth and self-worth. If anybody ever says they don't need to be vulnerable to be happy, they're definitely mistaken. And I say that because I think that Well, I hear a lot of times we'll label men as emotionally unavailable. I hear that a lot. Um, I hear women say, especially women that are like dating, I'll hear them say, um, you know, he's just emotionally unavailable. And, you know, like that's, they just chop that up as a loss and they keep it moving or, you know, they just feel like they can't really go to the next level in the relationship because they're saying this man is emotionally unavailable. And I think there is some correlation there with the fact that a lot of times men are not taught to be vulnerable. They're not, they're not raised to be vulnerable. They're not told that it's okay for them to be vulnerable um, at times. I think when they're young boys and they are being vulnerable, we we kind of shut them down, we tell them to stop crying. We tell them to, to man up, you know, we tell them to just shake it off, keep it moving. And essentially what we're teaching them is to suppress their feelings. <laughs> and I, I don't mean to laugh, but it's just like, man, we're telling them to do that. But then now when we get older, it's like everybody got to learn how to feel and stop suppressing. So. I think that's important for us to start with little boys and young men and like, let's allow them to show emotion, allow them to feel things, let them know it's okay. Like it's okay to cry at times. It's okay to express yourself. It's okay to be sad, happy, angry, like all the different emotions that we have and not have them bottle it up so that they don't, you know, become grown men that are emotionally unavailable because it's challenging to be in a relationship with someone that is emotionally unavailable. And not only a romantic relationship, but even in a friendship, um, any relationship that you're really trying to have, you know, meaningful connection in, it requires a level of vulnerability. So I think we're doing our men an injustice by not teaching them this at a younger stage in their lives. Um, And even at this point now, if you weren't taught that um, at a younger stage in your life, it's still possible to learn how to do this. It's just a lot of unlearning that you probably have to do first before you can dive into it. But it's definitely possible. That's why healing is a journey. It's not a one-stop shop. It's not, okay, I'm just going to do this and then that's all I got to do. Like it's a journey. So it's every day, it's constant inner work and and implementing new strategies and tools and unlearning and unconditioning old things and 
it's a lot, but it's worth it. Um, because again, for you to be really successful in any relationship, it's a requirement. So I definitely think it's it's worth putting in the work to do that. The vulnerability goes hand in hand with, you know, emotional connections. So what does that actually mean? An emotional connection can be defined like this. It creates a deep sense of security within your relationship and an ability to be wholly yourself. Without this, a relationship struggles in many ways. If emotional intimacy is lacking, you may feel a lack of safety, love, support, and an overall connection. And it will also potentially affect the physical intimacy if we're talking about a romantic relationship. It's not sustainable long-term to have a romantic relationship without emotional intimacy. Deep friendship, safety, and comfort is what being able to have an emotional connection will bring. So clearly those are all things that are definitely important. So being vulnerable is critical. It's important that men know that it's okay because again, vulnerability is not a weakness. It's, it's a strength and it takes courage to do that, to show up and be your true authentic self and to, to take the mask off and, and to just feel what you need to feel and sit with it for a while and process it and just show up and be seen and be heard. Use your voice, like just take up space. You don't have to small up yourself anymore. It's like, it's okay. You can take up space. And it doesn't only have to be when you're being aggressive or, or violent or angry. Like, you know, like there is a time and place for that as well. But we just need to normalize being vulnerable and identifying it as a strength. So that's all I have for today. If you want to get in touch with me, I can be reached via email at healinggrowjourneypodcast at gmail.com. You can also contact me via Instagram at healinggrowjourney. All right, and I hope you have a blessed week and stay safe. Until next time.